Well, thank you to all my listeners out there. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Oh No Girl. And I'm going to read a couple of articles to y'all. And I'm going to give you my reviews on these little articles that I'm going to read to y'all. You know, they are really good. I have some really good news to report. So, my first article I'm going to read, my source is Khalid J. Times. And this one is, we going to discuss, growing, keep it up with the Kardashians. Not growing, but keep it up with the Kardashians. So, Khalid J. Times reported, Courtney leaves the Kardashian. Is she growing up? When I feel like she's the one that matured the most out of all the sisters. I always thought Chloe was a little more mature than all of them. But I also felt that Courtney was too. And she started her family first. So yeah, she started growing up first. So in this article it says, During the latest episode turned into a physical altercation between Courtney and Kim. And yes, I seen that episode. And yes, it did get a little physical. It got a lot physical. And no, Courtney actually stepped down from keeping up with the Kardashians back November on the 12th season of keeping up with the Kardashians. Right? She had announced that she wasn't doing no more filming. Right? She wasn't filming that season for um, keeping up with the Kardashians season 12. She already had said um at the time she stated she was doing so for the sake of putting more energy into being a mom to her three kids which is understandable 12 seasons like yeah you know if you feel like you need to take time out for yourself i had to do that there's nothing wrong with that and kim on that episode last week made it seem like it was something wrong with that let me continue on with the article on thursday courtney post posted these first two episodes of season 18 we're talking about these first two episodes are hard for me to watch but it is in our darker moments that growth happens i finally had the chance or the courage to change what was no longer bringing me happiness and putting and putting my time and energy into which is so basically she don't want to waste her time with negativity anymore she can only do positive stuff so back like i said in season 12 she decided like i stated that she don't want to film no more she wants to take time out to be you know a more doted mom to her kids which is nothing wrong with that so in last week's season kim was saying how um her and chloe uh bust their ass when they sick and all because that episode was about Kylie um, um, working together with Balmain in a fashion week and um, doing makeup for some artists and possibly you know, walking down the runway herself. And instead, she got sick and she couldn't make it. She had strep throat, which to me was not an excuse to fly out because you already told this person, Balmain, and that you was going to come and do it. And then to back out last minute is kind of wrong because he's dependent on you, you know. You are this figure now, so you have to do it even when you don't feel like it. So Kim was saying her and Chloe are the only ones that really do that. And Kendall stood her ground, was like, no, sister. Basically, so no, Kim, you ain't going to talk about me like that. I bust my ass for all the jobs that I had. Even when I'm sick, when I'm not sick, I bust my ass, you know, standing up for herself. And Courtney went ahead. To do the same thing. To voice her opinion about how she too busts her ass. And you can't take away. Because Kim was like, oh, me and Chloe, 
um, and can you know, and can do too. But I asked to work, and Courtney, you don't care about that stuff. And Courtney took that to offense, which I would too. You can't tell me that I don't care about working hard. How you think I provide for my kids? You know, I had my kids before you. I had to bust my ass and work hard before you even had to, you know, work hard. So I think Courtney was the first one to grow up really fast because she had her family first. And uh, I think it's right to not be like, oh, you don't care or you don't have feelings. You can't assume that somebody don't care, don't have feelings. You have to ask them in order to find out. You can't just be assuming. So Courtney got a little bit aggressive with Kim about this. You know what I'm saying? Talk about something, I, my opinion don't matter, and I don't care about nothing that's wrong for you to say. And Kim was laughing and found it very funny, and I'm pretty sure that pissed Courtney off and really annoyed her. So she got up. Matter of fact, before she got up, she threw a water bottle, one of them fruity water bottles at Kim, you know, because she pissed her off. She said, well, stop laughing like that because you look like a, you look silly look laughing like that. And then you laughing and dismissing your sister's feelings. That's not okay. So Courtney threw the bottle at Kim. Boom. And then head up because you could tell the way she threw it. She didn't throw it at her. She threw it down at the ground. Well, she could have bounced off the ground and head up, but it didn't. It really just hit the ground. She got up and walked over to Cam and uh, proceeded to grab Cam by the arms. And then Cam um, kicked her away, like backed her up. And then you could see Chloe, you could hear Chloe saying, You guys, my, my kid is in the next room sleeping. Come on, like keep it down. Don't do that. And then. Courtney went to grab Kim by her left leg pants, and then she didn't really have a good grip, so she ended up pulling her just a little bit, let her go, walked away. And as Courtney is walking away, um, well, as she get up, as Kim gets up, when Courtney let go her leg pants, she gets up and like, don't ever do that to me. You know, they start grabbing each other by the arms really tightly, aggressively. Both parties is digging each other's nails into each other's arms. So then Kim kicked court, court kicked Kim and slapped her on her arm, on her on her forearm. And that really pissed Kim off because you could hear that slap. That slap was so hard on her arm that I thought she slapped her on the face, but she didn't. So Chloe gets up like, you know, put her arms out there between them like, nah, God, stop, stop. No, don't do this. So they ended up stopping, breaking it up or whatever. And then meanwhile, Kendall's standing in the back like with her hands across her mouth so appalled that this is happening. And I only too then to see this fight because even watching them off and on, I didn't watch every season, every episode, I watched them off and on. I never seen these girls get physical with each other. So I just knew this was going to be a funny fight. So I just knew I had to watch it. And then watching it, I was like, Kendall, with my hand over my mouth. Like, oh, no, girl, you didn't. Oh, no, girl. No, you didn't. Kick me in my goddamn stomach. And then Courtney kicked Kim in her pussy and slapped her hand on her arm. I was like, oh, this is getting really, this is getting really too much. So here go Courtney, walking away now after Chloe got up and kind of, kind of stopped it. Courtney's had enough. She's walking out the room at the, you know, Chloe said, my daughter's in the next room sleep, you guys. You guys got to stop that. Courtney walk away, go to open up the door to leave the room. And Kim like, hell no. Like, you done, look at my fucking arm. You ain't get away, <laughs> you ain't get away with this because you got slapped bad hard. You better at your sister now. You went to go grab her, stop her from leaving. And then her back is against the door. She's backing up, and her back now is against the wall across from the door. And when you got her back up against that wall, and Chloe is kind of against the wall with her, got her arms out still, 
to trying to break y'all out. You know, she keep put her arm down, put her arm out there to break you up, put her arm down. That's not working. But Kim slapped the fuck out of Courtney two times. Bow. Bow. I was like, yo, what the fuck was that? I was like, oh no, girl, no, you didn't. No, you didn't, girl. Score off and slap your sister like that. So, you know, at the door, you hear Kim saying, are you a child? Are you a child? She said, oh, if I'm a child, are you the child? Look how you behave. And next thing you know, she grabbed it back up, pow, 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 twice in the face. And you could hear Aunt Courtney's voice that, you know, she was appalled. And now her feelings is her. Her feelings is her because now she's crying, walking away. She's walking away crying. And Kim didn't have enough yet. Chase after her down the hall, swing her around by her arm, and slap the shit out of her again. All right, we both attacked each other. We both did harm to each other. Don't chase after me twice. You slapped me twice after the first time you chased after me. Now, the second time you chased after me, you want to slap me again? That's an all-out brawl. Let me know, y'all. Y'all leave me a voice message. That's not an all-out brawl with your sister for slapping you three different times after two times you done got away and got up and walked away. Once I walk away, the fight is over. Once my back is turned, that's it. Don't run up on me on my back. No, that's pussy shit. Sit your ass down. Kim was wrong for slapping her sister so many times. She ain't even hit you that time. She ain't even have time to defend her. And I think Courtney really didn't want to really harm Kim. But when she slapped Kim on that arm... Yeah, so you see that um, Courtney is very, very hurt by that. She, you know, the last slap was so hard that I was just like, both slaps was hard. That third slap, she, she really was, she really went too far. Courtney, Kim went too far. Kim went a little too far. Yeah, Courtney started it, but Kim, you went a little too far on your little sister. There was no need for you to whoop her like you was her mother. You ain't her goddamn mother. She's standing up to you. You ain't do that to Kendall. Cut it out. Now, y'all let me know what y'all think about them Kardashians keeping up with them. Y'all let me know. Leave me a voice message. I'll shout you out and I'll read your article. You want me to read your article? But let me know about those Kardashians, okay? So now, the next story that I wanted to talk about, you guys, is Young Bay. It's from UrbanBellMag.com. And... It says, amidst the fallout with Miss Kitty, Young Bay is considering leaving Black Ink Crew. Okay? On the latest latest episode, the two women attempted to talk things out, but things got testy. And yes, they did. And Bay ended up attacking Kitty. And yes, she did. Kitty has vowed to run up on Bay when she sees her, which is understandable, you know. You talk a lot of shit, you know, back that shit up, right? She didn't like the comment Bay made about her mother, which, uh, by the way, I didn't see. I didn't see any posts online or nothing like that. But you shouldn't be talking about somebody's deceased parent in the first place. That's a no-no. That's a no-go. So I can understand why she want to see this bitch on site every time she see it, right? So now Bay is saying she didn't like the comment Kitty made about her son, Nico. In fact, she told her Instagram followers that Kitty called her son a failed storyline. And this is the real issue that she has with Miss Kitty. Now, I think Bay, Young Bay is going through a lot. Young Bay also got her own tattoo shop, you guys. I think this black ink shit is just for fame to get her name out there and shit, really. 
but she got her own tattoo shop. So if she was a lead black in cruise, she'll be alright, I believe. She ain't you know, we ain't taking on coins from her, but I feel like they took it a little too far. Them two ladies are good friends. I feel like everybody was in the shop talking about each other behind their back, so there was no need to get physical over that. And they, if you said something about kid mom and her mom being passed and deceased, you need to apologize because you don't say nothing about no deceased person that can't defend themselves. Don't do that. And Kit, if you said something about young Bay son being a fill of the story, you need to apologize for that. Even though I think she meant your relationship with Nico Farber was a failure of a story because y'all um, was in love and had a baby. Then you want to get married and you didn't get married. And now you want to show talk about something you waiting for a divorce or you wanted to file for a divorce or after your divorce. Nobody even see you get married. So I think the storyline is a little bit jacked up, made up in some twisted sort of some kind. They got the real mixed in with the fake, and you really can't tell. And then when shit happens like this. So in that episode, Babe was like, oh, you're not taking um, accountability for your actions, for what you said. Just like my father. So I think young Babe is bringing all her feelings from her father onto Miss Kit, which you can't do. You are hurting from one person and taking it out on another person is not okay. You need to apologize for that. And let those feelings for your father go. You had a talk with him. And right after that, you go talk with Miss Kitty, which you should have gave yourself a couple of days to talk with Miss Kitty and not just go talk to her right away. That wasn't necessary. You know, your emotions wasn't even clear yet. Girl, you still was filming from your father. You should have let that go. Y'all, leave me a message and let me know what you think about Black and Cool, Young Bay, and Miss Kitty's interactions. They a little beef fight. Now, I'm moving on to my next story. And this one comes from BET as well. And this one is about Meek Mill. Give it up for Meek Mill, you guys. Yes. Meek Mill pleads for inmate safety during COVID-19 crisis. Rapper took to social media to encourage his fans to help protect prisoners from the spread of coronavirus through Reform Alliance's new Safer Plan. Now, Meek Mill's criminal justice organization launched the Safer Plan last week outlining how correctional facilities can prevent the spread of coronaviruses, right? We're fighting hard, he says, but we need everyone's voice right now. Talk to your governors today and tell him to protect people behind bars from pound covert 19. Safer prisons equal safer communities. Now, some states, including Ohio, New York, and New Jersey, have instituted safety measures by granting select nonviolent offenders and sickly inmates an early release. Now, you guys, voice message me and let me know what you think of Meek Mill's um, alliance, reform alliance new safer plan is what we need right now and we need non-violent offenders and sickly inmates released early now i know that the coronavirus has been hitting the jail systems but early release for sick if they're not going into a hospital after early release then they don't need to be released nobody needs to be released to sit back home because they have to go through the population in order to get home. So now on their way through the population to get home to self-quarantine, they infected millions because they're affected and they're trying to get home. That's not a good idea. We need a more safer plan. And I don't think it's releasing those who are sick. You need to treat those who are sick. And there's no way to isolate them inside the prison. 
because the prisons, there's no room for that. The hospitals and nurses don't even have enough equipment. What makes you think that the, the jail staff have enough equipment? And I understand the fight for wanting to get them released because they have no real protection in jail. Quite honestly, against something like this, this damn pandemic of coronavirus, covert 19, they have no protection against this shit. And it's sad. But I don't think those who sit should go out into the public. As much as we trying to do the social distancing to stay safe and to um, keep this shit contained, that, that ain't it. That ain't it, releasing prison inmates who are sick. Now, those who are non-violent, yes, maybe they should get released early. They ain't really do nothing but, you know, distribution cell or whatever, whatever. Let them out so this way they don't get sick. You know, let them out before they sick. Test them before you let them out to make sure they don't got the coronavirus. So this way you're not sending them into the population and they're affected. You have to test them to make sure they're not infected and then send them out. Those who are infected need to be quarantined, put into a hospital or one of them driving centers where they could get quarantined and get treated. Not to go home and self-treat and, you know, trying to get home and infect the population. Y'all let me know. Voicemail, voice message. Voice message me and let me know and I will read y'all response. Please. This is a... this is good article reading and good information. I want to know y'all opinions. I want to know what y'all got to say about this. Now, my next article, you guys, is about the Joanna Man star. You know Joanna Man, the movie. Everybody loved that movie. That was my favorite movie. Joanna Man. You know, the man pretending to do, I think it was WNBA, y'all. That was funny. That was funny. Anyway, my source is from TMZ. And TMZ has reported that Miguel A. Nunes Jr. arrested for ship shoplifting. Excuse me, shoplifting. Arrested for shoplifting. And they say, you want to pay your groceries? You want to pay for your groceries? That is so funny. That is so funny. Okay, it says, Joanna Man Star really didn't want to pay for hundreds of dollars of groceries, at least according to cops who say he gave himself the old five-finger discount. You know, some of us do do that when we're in Target and shit like that. Give ourselves a five-finger discount. But it's usually by accident. You know what I'm saying? This is, this, this is not usually nothing planned. This happens on an accident. But law enforcement says, source tells TMZ, the actor was checking out at L.A. Ralph's supermarket this week when his credit card got declined. So he just took his groceries in his cart and walked right out the front door without paying. Pretty bold move, allegedly. Our source says Miguel returned to the same routes a few days later but wasn't allowed inside and cops were called. What do you think? You done left a couple of days before with a whole goddamn shopper cart. Okay, we're told Miguel was placed under citizen's arrest and when LAPD showed up, Police cited him for misdemeanor shoplifting, and he was sent on his merry way. Cops arrested Miguel, but did not take him into the station. They gave him a ticket, and he was on his way. During the pandemic, during the pandemic, pandemic, LA cops are not looking, or not booking and jailing people for minor offenses. Cops still call it an arrest. Even though they didn't book him and jail him, but they still called an arrest. Miguel's spinning a different tale, though, you guys. He's telling us that he was in a long line 
at checkout. No, he says you got to stay six feet away from folks because of the coronavirus. And he got tired of waiting and became, no, he got tired of waiting and bounced with his items. <laughs> Miguel says he tried to pay for his $200 worth of groceries when he returned, but claims the store manager told him no and that he was not special. <laughs> oh, no, nigga. Oh, no. Oh no, girl. Oh no. You ain't special. You walked out of here with $200 worth of grocery. That's more than five figure discount, man. When you five figure discount, it's way less than damn near $20. And it's an accident. Oh no, girl. Y'all let me know about Miguel A. Um, Nunez Jr., Joanna Man actor. Y'all let me know what y'all think of him shoplifting. He didn't get arrested, although the police is calling it an arrest. He got a ticket and was sent on his merry way. Oh, no. All right, you guys. So that's a couple of articles that I was reading today. And that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, okay, so Miguel, you know, was given a ticket. And he was able to walk away. Right? So now... You know, these stories be outlandish. These people need to give it up, right? So, now, one more story. One more story, and I'm going to get done and be done. Okay, because it's Sunday, and I usually don't record no episode on Sundays or Saturdays. But you know what? It's coronavirus. People stuck in their home. You're bored. You ain't got nothing to do. Why not? I'm going to do it. Okay? And I hope you guys are listening and enjoy my reads. And, like I said, subscribe to me, Oh No Girl Podcast, and leave me a voice message. I'll shout you out, leave me your name, I'll shout, shout you out, and I will read your article if you want me to read it. Listen, people, by tomorrow, I'm going to be giving you my email so you can hit me up, let me know. And I'm going to be making my website so you guys can see my articles up on that. Now, I have this next article that also comes from BET.com. And it's about T.I. Chinese daughter, Deja Harris, speaks candidly about suicide thoughts and dealing with depression. Deja Harris, 18 years old, also said, says she was bullied in school. She shared her own story of depression and anxiety. Transparently speaking, depression and anxiety is something that I've been dealing with since about the age of 11, she said. My self-esteem started to become an issue for me in the sixth grade due to bullying. And kids can be cruel. Kids can be so cruel. I used to get bullied when I was a kid, too, because I had psoriasis. You know, that's like plaque buildup on your arms or your elbows, your neck, your eyes or whatever. It's basically inflammation, you know, severe inflammation or your immune system is weak. And then you get this blotchy patch on your skin and it's itchy and if you happen to scratch too bad it'll start bleeding it's very flaky it's very sore sometimes it's red around the flakiness and the only thing to treat that with is cream you know medicated cream that shit that make you smell like an old person or they have the ointments and the ointments be mad thick <laughs> i used to have to deal with that but then i would use um euphoric euphoric uh I used Eucerin on my skin, and boy, that thing was gone in, in four weeks, and it never been back since. So I get the bullying. I get the bullying part. She said, I started to struggle with understanding 
what it was that I was feeling and I definitely knew that I wasn't able to express what it was that I was going through. She continued, so without the proper knowledge and support, I eventually started to turn to self-inflicted coping mechanisms that weren't too healthy or beneficial to me or my growth. Harris then suggested she had suicidal thoughts in the past before taking the steps to heal. And I'm glad that she can announce that. You know, before she started getting, you know, the proper treatment for her feelings, the way she was feeling, understanding the way she was feeling, she didn't feel like she had the support or the verbal um, articulation to get out what she was feeling. Right, and that, that's that's something that we all go through. We all go through not being able to express ourselves clearly and articulately. But she found a way. She found a way. While she wished she could get into more details around her personal struggles with depression, Deja says she can't out of fear for people might mishandle her truth and girl good for you deja good for you you are a beautiful woman deja you are so beautiful you turn out to be a very beautiful small petite and all you still very pretty uh, especially when you get your face beat girl you just look all grown up and that's like a grown woman and i was about to see you grow up so prettily right before our eyes you know and it seemed like you got your confidence back as a grown woman. It seemed like you got some confidence. You're doing a little bit of modeling and stuff like that. So you seem to got some of what of your self-esteem back. That's great for you. And I'm glad that you can see that putting all your information out there, out into the world, into social media, is just not what your healing requires. You know, it's just not for you. And thank God that you can see that because not everybody is for your growth and for your improvement and, you know, for your betterness. Not everybody out there really gives two shit about that, girl. Oh, no. No, they don't. So good for you that you feel like, I want to share this little bit but keep the rest to myself because the best entertainers and the best celebrities don't always share all their information, their personal information with everybody on social media. So good kudos to you to learn, you know, what you should and what you shouldn't put out there. Good to you. Good to know. Okay, so she continued on. She put out this nice speech on social media for everybody, you know, who's going through mental illness. She put out this speech. I didn't, I'm not going to read the whole speech. I'm going to read the parts that stuck with me, that stuck out to me. That really touched me. It really made me feel like, yeah, this girl has grown into a beautiful young woman. Very intelligent. Very thoughtful of herself and others. Like, y'all did a great job, Tiny and Tia. Tia and Tiny Harris. Y'all did a great job with y'all daughter. Okay, so she put an Instagram. No matter what challenges you deal with no matter hmm no matter where you are with your recovery okay let me start over no matter what challenges you deal with no matter where you are with your recovery no matter how flawed you might be there is nothing that needs to be added or taken away from who you are as a person now that i felt i was just like at first i didn't get it I'm like, you know, when we change, we want to take away things and add things. But, blah You don't necessarily need to do that. Yeah, when you change, you change to somebody different, somebody new. You added things to you. 
but you don't necessarily have to take something from you. I like that. Go ahead, Deja. Okay, right? So she continue on. You can be happy and prosperous in all aspects of your life and still struggle, which is true. You know, you want to be prosperous, right? But it doesn't mean you're going to be happy being prosperous. You don't, you want to be happy, but I mean, you're going to be prosperous. So, you know, you can still struggle even happy and prosperous. I believe that, right? Then she said, you'll never be the exception to recovery. So just remember to treat yourself warmly. Hey, y'all, if that's not bright, encouraging words, I don't know what is. Because a lot of times, often, we are hard on ourselves. I am extremely hard on myself and always, like, hard on myself, always like, hey, you could have did this better. Dad, you should have did this. You know, being hard on myself, put myself down, and that negativity stays in our mind. When we think negative, it stays in our mind. That negativity sticks to us like glue. Okay? So, oh no, girl. You did the perfect thing. Oh no, Deja, girl. You did the perfect thing. I root for you, girl. You go on and mature and, and get your wisdom on, girl. Look at you. You know what I'm saying? Because we all be hard on ourselves. Everybody in life is being hard on themselves. You know what I'm saying? You know, kicking themselves in the ass like, damn, I shouldn't have did this or that. I shouldn't have did that. And sometimes when we be hard on ourselves... It's good because if we weren't, we wouldn't be able to see the mistakes we made. Like, damn, maybe if I would have just, did, I shouldn't have been around this situation or this person because I wouldn't have been in jail. Or maybe if I would have just, wrong place, wrong time, just stayed my ass home. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have been in it. So, yes, yes, just be warm. Warm to yourself and know that you're going to be all right. You're going to get through it. It's what she said after that. We gonna get through this. Yes, we will. She sound like her father. We gonna get through this. Like the preacher and the apologist that he is. Like, come on with it, girl. So, she says, eventually, every experience will get to, no, excuse me. Eventually, every experience will get you exactly where you're destined, destined to be. And it all makes sense. And it all makes sense. So, eventually, every experience will get you exactly where you're destined to be. And then and then it, it all makes sense. You know? You can't figure it out right now. And I have a lot of that issue right now. Like, I envision my life to be totally somewhat different. And being this though, it's not really turning out like that. I kind of find myself asking myself all these questions like, um, what's I meant to do this? What am I meant to do? What is my purpose? You know, am I going to stay in this situation? What am I going to do to get out of it? You know, so much niggas will be hard on myself. But you know what I find? I find I'm going to do what I like to do, what I love to do. I had a cough, guys. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, eventually, every experience will get you exactly where you're destined to be, you know? And I've been thinking, like, all my experience I've been through, you know, I've been through some major surgeries, you guys. I have a freaking pacemaker. Wasn't a part of my life. Wasn't a part of my experience. But now it is a part of my experience. And now having a pacemaker is a part of my experience. So now I'm just wondering to myself, well, where is all this experience? Where is me... And then out of the hospital for the last nine years, where is this experience going to take me? 
And I have a few ideas. One, I'm doing it right now. I'm starting my own entrepreneurship by doing my own podcast with Anchor for free, you guys. So if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, I suggest you uh, sign up with Anchor. It's free. And Anchor delivers tools for you. They distribute your podcast against you know, with other platforms like Google Podcasts and Spotify and Radio Podcasts. You know, they distribute your episodes. They get you sponsored. They help you. Anchor help you. They have the tools that you need to do your own podcast, you guys. Anchor.fm. Now, you know, you listening to me without having to subscribe. Anchor is best. Tell me. Tell me, you guys. Tell me. Go ahead and do that. Subscribe to Anchor. Subscribe to Oh No Girl Podcast. Thank you. Go on. You see what will our experience lead? You know, and it will all make sense in time. So at the end, Deja Girl, she says this. I hope you all learn to embrace everything that comes with you in your being. But most of all, as much as some of you might say I inspire you, I hope your own life inspires you. Girl, that was so touching for me because, you know, everybody's looking to be inspired. And we mostly looking to be inspired by these celebrities. You know what I'm saying? And they have wealth. And some of us, we are poor. We low income. So we don't have that wealth. So we just sitting around like, dang, what are, what they gonna, what they doing? Let me watch them. Let me see. Maybe I can get inspired. You know, let me see what they doing. Maybe I can get inspired. You know what I'm saying? All, all humans is like that. Ooh. And, and they don't even have to see what they're doing. Sometimes it could be their battle with cancer. Somebody else's battle with cancer can expire you. Deja, you're doing a good thing, girl. You are a strong black woman. You are a beautiful black woman. And you are out here inspiring us young women and older young men and middle-aged women. Girl, do your thing. Do your thing. Congratulations to you. Big ups to you. You inspire me. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look for inspiration within my own life so I could be inspired by my own life like you said. I hope your own life inspires you. That's what really reached and touched me. Because while we are out here looking for inspiration from others, we need to be taking inspiration from our own being, from our own life. You know what I mean? Do what's best for you and not worry about what others is thinking, not trying to chase for clout. Now trying to uh, do things just for money because money doesn't make you happy. It might make this world go around, but it ain't going to make you happy. Now listen, Deja Boo, girl, you done grew up, turned into a fine young lady. And I'm glad that I had the chance to read your article about your mental health struggles and your anxiety struggles because I too suffer from mental health anxiety struggles. And I have my own um, flaws that are very like... You know, out there, but you know, we gotta be believing in ourselves and be inspired by our own selves. And that I took away from you. And I was really trying to be my own inspiration. And being as that you said that and your quotes to everybody, I hope you all learn to embrace everything that comes with you. I'm gonna start doing that, embracing everything that comes with me. And your being, most of all, all as much as some of. You might say, I inspire you. I hope your own life inspire you. I want everybody to say that with me. I hope your own life inspires you.
Because today, my own life and, qu- and Deja's quote inspired me. I'm going to get on that. I hope you guys like my article read. Leave me a voice message. Let me know what y'all think about Deja Harris, girl. She up in here growing up, turning into a beautiful young woman. Yeah, let me know. Leave me a message about what y'all think about Deja, girl. Yes. Congratulations to T.I. Tip on raising that beautiful young woman. <coughs> Excuse me. Y'all leave me a voice message. Subscribe to my ch- my podcast. Oh, no, girl. Oh, no, girl. Come on. If you're looking to start your own podcast, Anchor is where you want to go to start. It's free. They have tools. They help you distribute your podcast across other platforms like Google Podcasts, Spotify, and much more. So, thanks for tuning in to all my listeners out there, even if it's just one of you listeners out there. Thank you to all my listeners across the country from the United States, Turkey, and the all over. Thank you to everybody. Have a great Sunday. Be safe. Be safe. Wash your hands. And practice social distancing.